We are learning Dav Pezayin. Let's for a running start. Start again for the Mishnah on Pevav and Mabez. We have a person making Hafara with mistakes. Nadra Isha Vesavachanadrabito. His wife made the nether. He was under the impression it was his daughter. Nadra Bita Vesavachanadra Ishto. Maybe it was his daughter who made the nether. He was under the impression it was his wife. Nadra Benazar Vesavachanadra Carbon. Maybe the wife or the daughter, the, the, the vow that they made was to become a Nazira. He thought that it was to bring a carbon. Or the inverse, Nadra Bukarbon Vesavachanadrabinazar. He thought they um, really. She, she vowed about a carbon, and he thought that mistakenly that she vowed about a Nazir. Or Nazir Shane, her vow was not to have figs, and he thought that the vow was not to have grapes. She vowed not to have grapes, and really, uh, he, that's what she vowed, and he thought it was about figs. In all these cases, the Mishnah tells us you got to do Afar again. The Yisoyed is, if there's a mistake, there's a mistake in who the person was, what they said, it's not a hafara, and therefore it has to be redone. Where would we get such a thing from? It must be it's from the Lashon HaPasa. The language of the Pasuk is Osa. For her, you have to know who made the nether. And it's logical, once you know who made the nether, it has to be, you know, for the content of the nether as well. But everything starts off from that, from those words. Yoni Oisa. Yoni Oisa, the point is that it has to be um, with specification of the person making the nether. You got to know the identity of the nether. Very interesting comparison. We're talking about the chi of kriya. So the din is, we learn that someone has to rip their clothing from the, from one of the relatives. So what is the din? So we 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 darshan up a pasuk here. It's, it's the scenario where Shaul Hamelach and, and, and Yonason have, have died, and, and, and the news reaches David Hamelach, and David Hamelach is ripping his clothing. So what does the pasuk say? al al. It says al. It says that same lesson over. The Siv Al Shaul that he ripped for Shaul of Al Yonasan Beno, which from the language of the Pasuk would imply that it has to be done with those specific people in mind. Meaning, what does it mean? Somebody passed away and you rip Korea. No, it's much, it sounds like from the Pasuk you rip Korea for that person. Meaning, it's over that tragic news. It's not just general, I'm ripping Korea because a relative dies. It's I'm ripping Korea. In for that intent, for that per- person, for that identity. The Pasuk, the language of the Pasuk of Ah would be much more that way. Yet, what is the, actually the din? Vitania says in the if he was informed that his father had passed away and he ripped his garments, afterwards it's discovered that there was, it was false news and it was really a mistake, it was really his son. The Shaila is, is he Yaitse? He had the wrong task. So what's the din? He still was Yaitse. So what do I see? I see that even though it says Al Shal Val Yonasan, I don't learn up that it's precise that way. A person has to rib Korea. There's no din that it's Chal and the Das and the intent of the person over over which, uh, which which deceased person it was. That's not that's not important. So so to hear what's the Gemara asking? Even though the pasuk says Yoni I saw that he's doing the hafar for the woman, it shouldn't be important that he knows who specifically the identity of the woman is, what the who, who what exactly she was neither. As long as there was a neither and he was made for it, so what that there's a bit of a mistake here. So the Gemara answers. And again, just to clarify, it's not that there's any inherent connection between the laws of Kriya and the laws of Hafar. Of course not. But what the Gemara is saying is that the only place where you get Hafar with a mistaken identity being an issue is because the language of the Pasuk was Yoni Yosa. Frakti Gemara, I see that Al <coughs> is used in the context of Kriya and we don't get all specific in terms of a person actually thinking it's for that person. So the Gemara answers, Ami Lokash, it's not a contradiction. Ha, Bistam. The bride says where he was, he was told in Stam, meaning he wasn't told anybody. They just said to him that it was a relative who died, but they didn't specify who it was. So there, you don't have to know who it is, but that's fine, because it's not like you have a mistake. You just, it's not specific to you. It's told to you that somebody, someone, one of your relatives dies. He doesn't know for who it is, but he doesn't have a mistake about who it is. 
our Mishnah is talking about what they told him who made the nether. So he has a toast. He has a mistake. When there's a mistake, then it's a problem. So I'm saying a fascinating idea. You don't have to know the identity, but you can't have a mistake. So that's the chilk. So the Mar, the Mar actually brings a price to support this. Fatani, it's like it says in a price. They told him the father died of a car when he ripped. Rocking him to be known really was his son. Actually, he's not yet say. So, however, they told him that a relative died. Who he mistakenly, perhaps, put in his mind that it was the father. Because even though he assumed it was his father, he knew he didn't know. He knew he was just told in generally that his relative died without the specification of the father. Yeah, he happened to think his mother. If anyone passed away, it would be most likely the father, not the son. And he's informed that it's not. He's still Yaitse. So we, we see a Makar to what we just said, that, 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 that if you have a wrong, if they were told you one thing, which was wrong, then you're not Yaitse the Kriya. The din that you're Yaitse the Kriya is only where they told you stop. Says the Gemara and other Pshahs, Rav Ashiyah, in the Braisa, that first Braisa, where you're Yaitse, even though you had a mistake, the case is that you discover the truth within the time that it takes to speak. What's the time to take to speak? So the dinner, the person can say, Shalom Alecha Rabbi Murray, right? Those words, like a couple seconds. That's what's always called in Shas, in the amount of time it takes to greet somebody, just to give a little bit of background to this. The person used to do business, and it was very important, you give your word, and then now, boom, your word is your word. But what about if you were in the middle of a conversation, you said something, but then suddenly the, the Rebbe passes by. So you have to interrupt your conversation with respect for the Rebbe, and you say, Shalom Alecha Rebbe Umari. So wait a second. Once that happens, so the guy says, I'm sorry, you already committed, you already said. He says, no, 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 anything that your chos are from, the toch de dibor of, Shalom Alecha Rebbe Umari, it's always a retraction. In other words, that time, it's not a long enough elapse of time that we say it's already binding. So we use that concept, and here's a fascinating thing. That concept is brought into many other areas of halacha here. For example, over here, I want to know if you're Yaitse the day Kriya, so you, there's a din we're saying that from the Pasuk in this Ravashi's approach, you have to rip Kriya with the right intent. You have to rip Al. You have to rip for that person. Now, originally, you had a mistake. At the Maisa Kriya, at the time that you ripped, you were thinking about one person that told you, really, that was a mistake. So if I'm going to find out much later, I'm going to find out in an hour that it was a mistake, I have to rip again. But if I find out within the four seconds that, 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 that it was really who it was, if it's discovered within that time frame, then it's okay. Because the pshat is, it's, it's as if it's one continuous maisa. And then that works. It's almost like the, the, the effect of a maisa is delayed four seconds. Think of it like that. It's a fascinating concept. So that's the answer. The price that said, our Mishnah, with far we're saying is no good because it was a mistake about who it was. That's because it was Lachar de Dibur. All the comments of the Kriya, now what you say in the first part of your Yitzhak, means that the, the, the correct person was discovered within the Tokhle Dibur. All the comments of the Kriya, this, the second price of your Yitzhak, Lachar Dibur, where was Lachar de Dibur? And the Gemara now brings the support to this. Fatania is like it says in the price of Mishishishul Hobbes, so basically someone has a sick person in his house. In this Aleph, the person faints. He passes out. It appears that they have died. So therefore, the relative already ripped Kriya. They began the 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 but the truth is he only died later. You're not Yaitse. Why? Because in that case, the Misa of ripping occurred before the death. So so even though the garments are still ripped when the person dies, but since the action, the the, the act of ripping took place before the person died, you're not Yaitse. And that we say, that only works if the person dies 
when the sick person dies after the tokalei dibor. So meaning he rips, and then more than four seconds later is when the person passed away. That, that, that's when there's a time lapse, a significant amount of time between the Maisa Kriya and the death. As long as the Tokhle Kriya then it's Kedibor. Now again, Rabbi said, the big lump this year is, is that normally you would think of Tokhle Dibor Kedibor as it did in a person's Das. In other words, that I, I, it's almost like when you say things, you want to say things with the ability to retract within, you know, a couple seconds. It's not, it's not already so quick to, you know, to jump the gun. Oh, you said it, it's over. But here we see in the Gemara, and it's a din that it can connect what the Misa is chalan, when the person has to rip over a dead body, either a mistake would happen, or the person wasn't dead yet. And we see that Betokhali Dibur can connect the Misa that was done before, and in the first four seconds that anything happens, it connects and it's chal on that as well. Very hard to know and understand how the concept of tochel deeper branches out to that. But we see very clearly in the Gemara that it does. Says the Gemara, how do we paskin? In general, it's such an idea that uh, whenever two statements are made, they're separated by a couple seconds, but they were tochel deeper, then they're connected it's as if it's one big statement. There are a few exceptions in the Gemara list. Them, someone who curses Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Meaning, let's say somebody curses Hashem, and he says, you know, a second later, I'm chayzer, I take it back. The law is he's still liable. Someone who's he says to a god, you're my god, which is an act of avodazar. That's a mishnah in avodazar. <coughs> so a person was obeyed avodazar by declaring that to God, and then he retracts. Someone who betrothes a woman. So he's making a master condition, and then he retracts with the Or my God, or someone who divorces a wife, and then he's closer. In these four examples, we do not apply the principle of the Dibur Dami. So what Shaila is, why not? Right? What's the idea? So the Ron explains, and again, this is hard to shim with the Gemara earlier, but the Ron explains that the principle is that a person's das is not confirmed right away. Right? That's the idea. I'm saying it, but I, I still reserve the right to retract very, very quickly. And there's an underlying assumption that that's the way society works. That's the way business works. That's the way people work. That's just humanity. That things are not binding right away. You mean, you, you say them and you mean them with your ability to retract instantly. However, with these things, these things are so severe. They're so severely consequential, right? You're making a marriage. You're making a divorce. These are things everyone is absolutely locked in for. And when you're locked in, for laser focus, so you mean what you say. There's no, there's no assumption, oh yeah, he meant it, but he might fall out. And the same thing, when you're cursing God, serving up a czar, we assume it's absolutely serious, and therefore there's no ability to be chayzer. How does that lambda stim with the Gemara before that we're saying, on a maisa kriya to know whether it's chal on a mace? Okay, it's a zach. We have to go to Yisha for it. But that's the Ranzi Seid over here. Is that it works with society's mentality that when they say something, they mean it with the ability to retract. And by these four things, which are so highly, severely consequential, we assume that, the, that, that no, you mean it to be said right away. All right, here we go. So a woman says, konam, so she's making an adder, that her, my tasting of these figs in the grapes. So she's basically making an adder on prohibiting two different things to herself, certain figs and certain, and certain grapes. So what happens if the father or the husband is Mekayim, only part of the nether? Kim Lata'in, the father or the husband is Mekayim, only the figs. So the din is Kulo Kaim, the whole nether is confirmed. So remember, you have 24 hours to be made for the nether. If right away he confirmed one part, he confirmed the nether regarding the figs. So now we say that the entire nether is confirmed. Very interesting halacha. We're going to see in the Gemara that it's based upon egg Zeris HaKosov. 
Isha Yikimenu. Yikimenu, we're going to read Yakimi Menu, that you confirm even part of it. Once part of a nether has been confirmed, then it's one nether here. She said, Konam on these two things. It's not separate Konamas. It's one nether on these two items. Once there's been a partial Hakama, the net that's Hakama, it's like pervasive throughout the entire nether. And you can no longer, even within the 24 hours, be, making, be, be made for any, any of it. However, what about the inverse? Let's say you were made for the figs. It's not revoked until you remove the grapes as well. So let's think this through. By No, there's a thing you got to remove the whole thing. So now, let's think through what this can mean. There's two ways to learn the Mishnah. We'll see, maybe we have a proof on the base. The Mishnah could mean that Avada, the half that you removed, is removed. But to remove the other half, it will not go away until you remove it as well. If you're Makayim, part of the Nadar, you said the figs is Makuyim, automatically the grapes is Makuyim as well. By Afara, if you're making the figs, the figs are Makuyim, but the grapes remain. By Afara, if you're, if you're made for the figs, the figs are, are Hofar, but the grapes remain not revoked until you say it. That's one way to learn the Mishnah. The other way to learn the Mishnah is by there's a stronger than by Afara. You, you're nothing is Hofar until you're made for everything. So, all or nothing deal. That's a stronger idea. So that which way does the Mishra mean? Someone has, she, right, she took the nether from figs and, and grapes, and he's made for, let's say, only figs. What happens? Certainly, I know the grapes, is, the, the effect of the nether is still, is still there. But what about for the figs? We'll see. That's much like as we should, and we'll see about that a little bit more in the base. Why is this any different than what we learned with Nazir a few days ago? Right. So, so it's, it's, it's not so different at all. And that's kind of, exa- yeah. In the Nakamar earlier, uh, we were talking about when one thing was Inoue Nefesh, and one thing was not Inoue Nefesh. And the question is, if you're made for the part, the part that's eating nefesh, does the other part go away? Words, you, you want to be made for the whole thing, but only one part of it do you have the capacity really to. And the Gemara compared that to Naziris, but the Gemara said there it's a package deal. Here, the key is, and this is where it comes from, the Ron explained there, our case is a little bit different, is that she's noted from two things of eating nefesh. They both afflict her. Just the point is, you, you circumstance, you're arbitrarily only picking one. You're not doing all you can do. You could do the other part. You're only doing, you're only doing this part. And the question is, what's the effect? Do we say that nothing goes away until you're made for everything? Or do we say, the Mishnah is saying, the part that you, that you were made for goes away, but the other part does not. So here, even though she only used one Lashon of Konam, but she repeats the language that she's not going to taste. She says, Konam, this fig that I'm not going to taste, and this grape that I'm not going to taste. So we say, those are two separate Nadar. Even though you're, 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 you're double using the language of Konam, but the, since there are separate phrases, Sha'ani Tohemes, Sha'ani Tohemes, on the figs and the grapes, it has a form of Tunadarm and Tunadarm, then obviously you can be made for one without the other. They're independent of each other. So again, what, just to summarize our Mishnah, what does our Mishnah hold? That Hakama B'Mixas, partially being Makayim, is Makayim the whole nether. Hafar B'Mixas, no. So the Gemara says, Mani Masnisin, Rabbi Shmuel, it's Rabbi Shmuel the time. And now we launch into a price where we learn that the whole issue is a broader Machlok is not known. Isha Yikimenu, Isha Yiferenu, the husband. Confirms it or her husband revokes it. So the wife said, Am I tasting these figs and grapes? And the husband, their father, confirms the nadar regarding the figs. The whole thing is, you cannot revoke the isra and the grapes as well. The opposite, if you revoke the nadar regarding the figs, it is not revoked until he revokes for the grapes as well. These are the words of Rabbi Shmuel. So it's exactly identical as our Mishnah. 
Second view, Rabbi Akiva, how could you say there's a difference that Hakama, partial Hakama is good, partial Alfar is not good? The Pasa compares them. It sounds like we compare them in their laws. So we darshan ma yikimenu mi menu, just as the term yikimenu means you confirm from a part of it that a partial Hakama on part of the nether affects the entire nether. So to Yifirenu, even though the word Yifirenu itself is mashmi revoking all of it, but we darshan that it's next to Hakama, that a partial Alfara is is made for the entire net. That's Rabbi Akiva certainly disagrees with our Mishnah. According to Rabbi Akiva, if the husband was made for, let's say, the figs, then that would be hafara on the grapes as well. How does Rabbi Shmuel say back? Rabbi Shmuel, miksiv yafer menu. If it would have been that way, the Torah would have said yafer menu. Right? Just like Yikimenu, he would have said that. Why is it saying Yeferenu? It's actually coming to tell you, no, you have to be made for the whole nether. Rabbi Akiva says back, I understand what you're saying in the grammar, but what am I supposed to do? There's a hackish. Rabbi Akiva, Makish Afar Lakama, we have the, we have the, com- the comparison. So I'll take those are those two opinions. So again, let's go over what we have so far. Rabbi Yishmal, Hakama, partial is Chal on the whole nether. Hafara, partially, is not effective on the whole nether. Rabbi Akiva says both Akama and Hafara are, that is done on partial part of the nether, is effective on the whole nether. This one thing that they both agree to is that a partial Hakama is effective on the whole nether. That's all Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva. Just go the exact opposite. We compare the Hakama to the Hafara. Just as by Hafara. If there's two parts and you're made for one part, it's not effective on the whole nether. Only what you did is effective on, but not the other part. So too by Hakama, partial Hakama is not Chalan at all. So that's the third opinion. This third opinion is making the same methodology of Rabbi Kiva as making the Hekish, but he's saying the opposite of Hekish. Trust, he starts from Hafara. Trust is by Hafara. A partial Hafara is not made for the whole nether. It's only on what he was made for that it's effective. So to Hakama is that halacha. So to summarize, there are three opinions. The opinion of Rabbi Shmuel and our Mishnah is that partial Hakama is effective on the whole nether. Partial Hafara is not effective on the whole nether. We have Rabbi Kiva's view that both Hakama and Hafara are partial Partially done is effective on the whole nether. And then we have the third view of the Chachamim, that both Hakama and Afara, a partial thing, is not effective on the entire nether. All right, then what would the Mishnah say? Amar Konim Tainim, the last point is that even though she piggybacked the same Lashon Konim, she said, Show any time, Show any time, on both, those are separate and dark. So if you don't say that, even though you mentioned two distinct items, it's considered one nether. But if you repeat, Shani time, it's two nedarim. So the Mar says, Amar Rav, Mesis, Rabbi Shimini, Damar Shimini, Shavu, Cholachim, <coughs> this is like the opinion of Reb Shimon from Masech HaShvuas that it depends if you say I swear to each and every person right the halacha is if someone has a monetary claim against you and you and you, you respond falsely and you swear to it and then you admit later so you have a, spe- a special carbon a carbon shvua so what if five people together come and make a claim and you respond to all of them you say I swear to all I don't, I don't owe anything to all of you so is that five oaths? Is that one oath? If you admit later it's wrong, you bring five korbanos or one. So Rav Shimon says, we look at the language. If you said a separate Lashon Shvua to each person, then it's separate Shvua. So if not, even though you're speaking about different topics, to Yeruvain, Shimon, Levi, they're really speaking about different things. But until you, if you would, if you, if you collectively bring them into the same Lashon Shvua, then it's one Shvua. See, he's saying the same thing here. If you know, if you're making a nether on distinct things, on figs and grapes, but if you're, just saying one lashon of konim shani to ames, so then that's one that's one nether. It's only when you use different expressions of shani to ames where it becomes different nidarim. Okay, zok the mishnah. We've quoted this before, so this is not going to be too hard for us. The husband says, "I know my wife made a nether." Remember, there's only 24 hours that the husband has, or the day that it was made. To be made for the nether. And the husband says, I know that there was a nether. I didn't know that I had the power to be made for the nether. He had no idea. He didn't realize 
that the Torah gives such a, such a capacity to him. So what's the din yafer? Whenever he's informed that he does have the right to do it, he can be made for then. The chiddush is, is that even though it's after the day that she made the nether, but the chiddush here is as follows. What does the Pasuk say? He makes the, he's made for the nether when? Biyom Shema, on the day that he hears about it. Well, we're saying, what does it mean he hears about it? It doesn't mean he hears that she made the nether. It means he hears about it together with his ability to be made for the nether. So if he hears about it, but he doesn't know he can be made for the nether, then it was never Yom Shama. It was the never, never the day that he knew that he understood the nether. So therefore, whenever he first finds out, <coughs> on the day that he finds out that he could be made for it, that will be the Yom, the Yom Shama. Okay, very good. My soul, that's the way I'm telling you the way the, the, way the Ron learns, that it's not considered the Yom HaShmiah. It's not considered the Yom HaShmiah. Uh, until he finds out about it. But you can learn the mission differently. The Rosh learns the mission differently. Listen to a different lambdas. What's the whole reason you can't be Mayfair after the Yom What did we learn? We learned the reason you can't be Mayfair is because it's an implicit confirmation. But that's all true if a person knows that they could be Mayfair. But if you're unaware of your ability to be Mayfair, so where's the implicit confirmation? It's not mashma anything from the fact that I was silent. I was silent just because I didn't know anything. That's what some Rishonim say. But let's go with the Ran. The Ran is the postures, that it's not actually an implicit confirmation. And it may actually be that the 24-hour time or that daytime has nothing to do with implicit confirmation. As we learned, there might not be halacha, has to be done biyom shama. Regardless of whether it implies a confirmation. Elamai the Pshan, the mission is much stronger. It's not biyom shama. Yom shama doesn't just mean you heard the nether. Yom shama means that you're aware of the nether and vis-a-vis your ability to be made for it. However, let's say a person knows about the nether, he knows in general, he knows about the concept of Avafar. I didn't know that this is the type of nether I could be made for. So here the guy knows more, but he doesn't know everything. He knows about his power, but he doesn't know what applies to this nether. Let's say it's Darn Shabbat Olavena, and he doesn't know that he can be made for in Darn Shabbat Olavena. So here, Ramey Ramey Olavena. You already know too much. You can't be made for the nether. It's already considered biyom shama. According to our mayor, the partial knowledge is considered knowledge. So the fact that you know about the koach hafara, even though you weren't aware that this particular nether fits into that, it's already considered you heard about the nether. You can't be made for it at a later point. You could revoke it. The old that a partial knowledge is not a knowledge. So it's not biyom shama just because you heard about the nether and you know you could be made for in general. But if you don't know that you could be made for this nether, then that's not biyom shama. So how would you touch it with the machlokas? Our mayor holds that limited knowledge is different than complete knowledge. And the Rabbanon all know limited, um, limited knowledge is, is, is all the same. That would basically, that would basically be the concept. A mayor is going to say that, 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 that low yafer in this case because, <clears throat> because, because, because he knew about the Kach Afar and the Rabbanon not. So let's just read the first line of the Gemara and then we'll, and then we'll come back tomorrow to see the answer. In fact, Gemara Ramina, we have a steer between our Mishra and the following Brisa. So here we're talking about who goes to Gullus. So what does the Pasuk say? Below Ra'os. Yeah, the Pasuk says that somebody kills Bishogeg and without seeing. So the Mashmalas is that he was theoretically able to see, but uh, in this particular case, he was negligent. He didn't, he didn't, he wasn't careful enough to look. So Prad Lassuma excludes a blind person. If a blind person kills somebody Bishogeg, so then he doesn't, uh, he doesn't go to Gullus. Right? That's the idea. Drosha below Rose implies he could see, but he didn't look. <coughs> if he was blind, he doesn't get the punishment. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Just the opposite. It includes the blind person. Without seeing the Torah saying, even the blind person who cannot see, he's included. <coughs> even though there's no way he could know exactly where somebody was, <coughs> somebody was, he could have sensed where he was. So let's think about what the machlokas is. The machlokas basically is, if you have limited sense of, of knowledge, right? You're blind. So you can never really know where anybody is, but you can get like a sense for, you know, feeling it out. Is that considered enough like you're someone who's, who has the full knowledge or not? 
So basically here, Rabbi Yudah is saying that the blind person who's only partially aware isn't considered fully aware. And Rabbi Meir seems to be saying that the blind person has a partial awareness and that's, uh, that's, good. that's enough to make him liable. And so the Gemara thinks that that should be, uh, that should be against what our Mishnah, our Mishnah, Rabbi Meir, and the Mishnah says that the husband can't revoke the nether. He didn't know that, that, that it was the type of nether he could revoke. It sounds like he holds partial knowledge is different than complete knowledge. So we'll talk about this more tomorrow on how to deal with this question. But for today, we just see this machlok if you made for a dar when you had a partial knowledge of it. And the second question, the second question is whether the Summa goes to Gullus. It's also the same question. Do we treat partial knowledge like full knowledge? And again, we'll deal more with the obvious splits and differences between them tomorrow.